They could have made any kind of phone call. Parents of a student who was asked to quarantine because of close contact with someone with COVID headed to the child's school in Pima County, Arizona yesterday, along with a local business owner not happy about the decision who threatened to zip tie the principal. Police say the conflict was resolved. U.S. stock futures moved down after the release of the jobs report. This is CBS News. Fever is the key symptom for both the flu and COVID. The Exergen Temporal Scanner is essential to detect fevers early and reliably. Learn more at exergen.com. At Shell, we know from the time you get up to the time you wrap up, Good night. there's a lot of meetups, eatups, and hurryups. So come to Shell and get three things done at once. Fill up with Shell V Power Nitro Plus to help keep your engine running like new. Save up with the Fuel Rewards Program and never pay full price for gas again. And snack up with in-store rewards to save even more at the pump. Make the most of the stop you need to make with Shell. And engines that continuously use Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gas. And see full terms and conditions at FuelRewards.com. Wake up to Wendy's and get a bacon or sausage egg and Swiss breakfast croissant for just $1.99. Made with fresh cracked eggs and served on a hot buttery croissant that's fluffy enough to sleep on. Uh-uh, it's time to wakey-wakey. Hit the Wendy's drive through and get your bacon or sausage, egg, and Swiss breakfast croissant for just $1.99. That's a better breakfast for just $1.99. Only at Wendy's. We got you. Limited time only. U.S. price and participation may vary. Third-party delivery prices may vary. Not valid in the combo. People off in traffic may actually be a good thing. It might seem rude, but drivers who cut you off or zipper merge into traffic are doing it right. Experts say the method, which encourages drivers to take turns merging into lanes at the last minute, actually keeps traffic flowing safely and reduces crashes. Departments of Transportation in Kansas, Missouri, and Washington State are now educating new drivers on zipper merging, and Illinois passed a law imposing fines on drivers who don't do it. A similar law passed in the North Carolina House. It heads to the state Senate now for approval. Monica Ricks, CBS News. Many trying to evacuate Lake Tahoe earlier this week because of the Caldor wildfire faced more than mile-long traffic jams. They say they were the victims of price gouging. A rideshare company quoted 1500 bucks to get from the ski resort Heavenly to Reno Tahoe Airport. Wendy Gillette, CBS News. Are you a true crime super fan? Join award-winning 48 Hours correspondent Aaron Moriarty on the My Life of Crime podcast. Named the 2021 Digiday Best Podcast, each episode pulls you straight into the investigations, including a New York City after-party gone horribly wrong, a cold-blooded teen killer looking for a retrial, and more. Season 3 coming this fall. Follow My Life of Crime on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. How can I make sure my office never stops working? With Staples Connect, it's possible. I need to keep my back office stocked without messing up my bottom line. Also possible because Staples Connect has your small business covered with big savings on everything you need. This week, earn 30% back in a Staples Store bonus when you spend $85 on ink or $200 on toner. Explore what's new at your local Staples or staplesconnect.com. Staples Connect, the working and learning store. Limit four in-store only. Visit staplesconnect.com slash store bonus for details. Ends 9-11. My name is Micah. I'm the Dementia Inclusive Coordinator and Project Specialist for Athens County Cares. I became involved with this project because I want members of my community to have access to the resources they need. My father-in-law had dementia. He and my mother-in-law moved in with us. 
As caregivers, we struggled to find information and resources to help him and us. The Athens County Care Consultation Program is what I wish we had when we were caring for him. For more information, visit AthensCountyCares.org. Quality. You hear that word a lot in commercials, but there's one business in town whose quality and prices are unsurpassed. I'm talking about Minuteman Press on Washington Street right next door to the Donkey Cafe, uptown. You see, Minuteman Press is a hybrid. First, it's a full-service sheet-fed press where they can create great art to meet your needs that the other places are simply unable to do. And they're also a complete copy shop as well. Minuteman Press on Washington between Court and Congress, 593-7393. That's 593-7393. Stay on top of the news every hour at the top of the hour with CBS News Radio on Classic Hits 97 and 97.1 FM, WATH. Athens opened their season with two tough opponents but have their starting quarterback back and look for their first win of the year against Marietta. Athens Bulldog Football on the radio is sponsored by Stop and Cop, CNE Hardware and Outdoors, Matthews Insurance, Pitcock Glass, Brony's Alumni Grill, Integrated Services, Wendy's, Donato's, Steak and Shake, and Larry's Doghouse. Tune in to 970 AM, 97.1 FM, or online at 970WATH.com for all the Bulldog football action this year. Ready to check home ownership off your bucket list, but worried you can't afford it? The Ohio Housing Finance Agency is here to help. We offer down payment assistance and discounted interest rates to recent Ohio college grads, teachers, nurses, veterans, and more. Not a first-time home buyer? We've got a program for you, too. Find out if you qualify at myohiohome.org. That's myohiohome.org. Homeownership. Ready when you are. Sponsored by the Ohio Housing Finance Agency, aired by the OAB, and this station. It's cannon season. Your Columbus Blue Jackets return to the ice October 14th. October 14th. Head to bluejackets.com now to purchase tickets. Hi, I'm Kim. And this is Ruth. Please join us every Wednesday morning on 970 WATH to make it happen. It's the Kim and Ruth Show. It's not the Kim and Ruth Show. It's really... (laughs) Tune in to Make It Happen with Kim and Ruth every Wednesday morning at 10.06. And we'll spend time talking about health and wellness topics. And all aspects of healthy living. But we know that you're the real expert in your health, so let us help you make it happen. Wednesday morning on 970 WATH to make it happen. I-N-E-P-T-M-X-T-E-C-K-2-4-6-8 Who do we appreciate? Oysters! Oysters! Raw! 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 We're here on the campus at Inept Tech as Coach Art Turf and his football team getting ready for their first game of the season, a, a road game, and I see you're loading up all of the... All right, bring e- them bags over here. All of the equipment and all of the players Put coming out. in the back. Getting ready to head to the airport, I guess, uh, get in the front seat. for that trip to Oklahoma. That's quite a ways out there, Coach. Uh, what do you have, a uh, commercial flight, or are you going to fly charter? Man, them bags is heavy. And, you know, I'm going to pretend I didn't even hear that fly commercial, fly charter. Shoot, we're not loading up to go to the airport. We're loading up to go to Oklahoma. What, uh, what is your means of transportation? This is a very well, unusual... This, this is it right here. You probably never have seen nothing like this before. I haven't, Cole. What is that? Well, this is uh, this is what you call your 19 and 37 Packard. You know, there's a story that goes with that back to the time I first started coaching here at NAP Tech. Back in 19 and 37, president of the university gave us this real nice 19 and 37 Packard to make all of our road trips in. He said, Coach, just as soon as you first win your first ball game, then we're going to provide you a nice airplane where you can go to all your road ball games in and and 
course, we're still rolling around that 19 and 37 Packard. Well, Coach, it seems like that this has uh, uh, done you well over the years, and uh, you do plan to use it again this year on the road. Well, we've uh, put a few miles on, on this rascal. We've put a few tires on. we got a real fine driver that gets us to all of our places. Uh, wrong way, Reitman. You know, he didn't have enough athletic ability to make the ball team. Seemed like he picked up a fumble and, and run 73 yards for a safety one ball game. We couldn't have that. We can't, we can't give our opponents points in the ball games. That's just like giving them away. So we made him our driver, and he gets us to the places we want to go to most of the time. You don't carry all of your players in this one vehicle, do you? No, well, some of them ride in the back seat. Some of them ride up on the top. And, of course, Needles, he rides on the running board. And we'll be back to see Coach Turf and the Oysters off to Oklahoma right after we pause for this message. And the Art Turf Show is proudly sponsored by Lysol Disinfecting Wipes Flat Packs for a lemony fresh wipe every time. What's that? Lysol Disinfecting Wipes Flat Packs for a lemony fresh wipe every time. We're back on campus with Coach Art Turf. It's 1937 Packard just cranking up. Coach started right away. Boy, I'm telling you, it runs like just like a Swiss watch. Well, Coach, oh, we wouldn't be running real fine. Coach, Listen to that baby purr. Who knows the way to Oklahoma? It sounds good, Coach. Do you have your uh, do you have your road maps out? I'm going to get the road map. Coach, I would have thought you would have made uh, better preparations than this for a, for a long road trip. We didn't put gas in this, baby, didn't we? You never did really actually talk about your game plan. I know you're awfully busy now trying to get everything That's organized. That's where the game plan is. Somebody wrote it on the back of the road map. Who's got the road map? The Oysters are getting ready to go to Oklahoma in just a few minutes to play South Oklahoma State in the first All right, ball game long of the way. season. Let's go. Here we go. Coach, it looks like a flat tire. Well, it is a flat tire. Looks like we may have to make this road ball game a home ball game. Be listening again, sports fans, for the next thrill-packed interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of Inept Tech, the coaching legend in his own mind, the one and only Coach Art Turf. a weekend it will be a little weird this morning 56 degrees mercy but the sunshine's beautiful creeping up to 75 this morning I mean not this morning today that'll be our high And in that upper 70s the next few days. In fact, looking ahead a week or even a week and a half, it's, it's all in the upper 70s or 80. But today's Friday, 
and it's a free-for-all edition. Scott's here, of course. Good morning. Good morning. And uh, let's see here. September 3rd. Mercy. Of course, this is also a a holiday weekend. Um, Labor Day is Monday. And, Scott, you've got a special musical show um, in mind, right? Yeah. Three-hour special sentimental journey on Monday. There you go. From 9 to noon. Yes. Which is a long tradition here at the station. Your father before you and even others. Uh, all these uh, holidays are always, uh, how do you want it? If you're, a, if you're an on-air personality, such as our people here, they look forward to doing these holiday shows because they're different. And they can uh, put a lot of their own, They can mold them the way they want. So that's fun. Yeah. Spin them however they want. As I was telling you the other day, Dad enjoyed every second of doing the special holiday programs, Mm -hmm. as well as every second that he was on the air. I was going to say. Regardless of a holiday or not. Yeah. Yeah. And it showed. All right. Well, today's September 3rd, as I said. Of course, the year is 2021. When we look at the uh, calendar and, and what national day this is, national day this, national day that, let's see here. National College Colors Day. So here in Athens, be green and white, right? Yep. Um, up in, in Columbus, it'd be scarlet and gray. And then what's cap wear? Capitals colors. Capital, I think they're. Um, I want to say blue and white. I'm not sure. I don't remember. Shame on me. Anyway, just Google that for kicks. Um, let's see. It's not also National Lazy Moms Day. <laughs> okay. It's National Food Bank Day. National Chianti Day. I'll drink to that. National Welsh Rarebit Day and U.S. Bowling League Day. Okay. You see, I put you on a task, but I want to... Uh, now, I've got two of them already for you. Welsh Rarebit. You know, I've heard that expression over and over. I'm sure I've enjoyed it. It's a food I know. But I can't think what it is. Um, let me see what I can find out here. Okay. I was in the middle of... I know you were. I had you working on uh, college colors and stuff. Yeah. That's um, all right. We'll okay. get there. Okay. You know, there's a group that I belong to that meets once a month. And you always work meet on the first Thursdays. The first Thursday of the month in the evening. <laughs> so I... W- Went to meet with the group last night, and I walked in, and everybody looks at me from the staff of the place where we, well, it's out of the country club. The staff at the country club looks at me and says, are you here for dinner? <laughs> I said, no. And they said, oh, well, your group uh, postponed their meeting one week this month. So I went back and 
home, and Pat and I went out and got a little bite to eat together. Well, anyway, when I got to settled in my recliner with the TV and, you know, the last thing you do of the evening, I looked, and sure enough, there was an email that I had missed saying um, that our group would be in September meeting one week later than normal. <laughs> this is so silly. You feel so stupid when you walk into a, something like that. Well, you get my point. Yeah. I just say, okay, okay. see you next month. Yeah, well, see you next week in this case. Yeah. Well, Rarebit Day whips up a tasty and satisfying snack. What is a rare bit? This cheesy toast was originally called rabbit in a tongue-in-cheek way in the Welsh language because there is no rabbit in the meal. Similar to mock turtle soup having no turtle in it, Welsh rarebit does not contain rabbit. Instead, this dish is made with toast that has hot cheese poured over it. Over time, the dish beca- uh, became known as Welsh rarebit, a nod to the inside joke. You can top the cheese with a poached egg, and the dish becomes what's called a golden buck. Add bacon, and co- some call the meal a Yorkshire buck. Oh, but it seems that humor goes well with Welsh rare pit. Well, that was a lot more, uh, how do I want to put it, a much simpler recipe than I was expecting. I had, I had no idea on that one. Yeah, I've, I've seen it in uh, stores in the frozen food section. but uh, Something that simple they're putting in frozen packets? Yeah. In the Stouffer's red box. Okay. That's what I call it anyway. Well, it doesn't sound awful. I mean, it just... Now I don't know if I have had it. Oh, well. Yeah, but to look well, at... Yeah, look at, to look at the... If you just take a quick glance at the box, or even the word, sometimes I've heard people mistake that word rare bit for rabbit. Welsh rabbit. Yeah. But as we just heard, there's... No rabbit in the meal. Okay. Purple, gray, and white for Capital University. Purple and gray. I remember now. Boy, that was uh, hard to remember, though. All right, let's see here. What am I wearing today? Green and red. I wonder if... Suppose there's any school that wears green and red? Uh, yeah, there is, and I can't think of who it is. It's like uh, Florida Atlantic, it seems like. Some some school, I think, in the south, if I'm not mistaken. I'll see if I can just find something here. Well, it's not important, but just, just, just talking here. Today, a free-for-all, after all. I've got my green on for the Bobcats. There you go. Hey, that, how did I forget to bring this up right away? We get underway tomorrow. And, uh, you know, some of the other sports, volleyball and um, soccer, soccer are underway and have been for a few days now. Um, But uh, football, that's right, the Bobcats. Host, uh, what, Syracuse? 
Yes. Uh, tomorrow night, 7 o'clock tip-off. Of course, the games will be aired on our station. Um, I guess that's over on Power 105, isn't it? Yes. Um, then, um, I'm, I'm so a couple of my neighbors, We I asked that couple if they wanted to go to the game. They said, yeah. So we're all going to go together and sit in our uh, four seats I have each year. And, um, of course, we've been giving away tickets, too, on uh, both stations, I think. Mm -hmm. And um, I think our staff, um, we have four seats for the staff, and I think they're all um, spoken for. So but we, what we, we get something like 30 or so tickets to give away. Yeah. And um, I don't know what the exact number is, but it's at least that many. And, um, and periodically, um, we'll say the fourth caller gets this, you know, or something like that. Bobcat um, football tomorrow night, seven o'clock. Yep, pregame right around six on the flagship station of the Bobcats. And of course, they'll have that uh, party in the park, yep. um, you know, across the way there. Um, Hey. Yeah, the Jambulance is going to be there. We're going to have a tent there. We're going to have uh, Pepsi, pro some new Pepsi products to test out. And also uh, pizza from Donato's. They've been gracious and generous to yeah. donate those products. That Terrific. We can share with you folks. So stop by and see. Uh, I'm not sure who's going to be there at the tent just yet. but uh, Connor is working the game, I know. Yeah. Yep, so, so it'll be one of our other staffers. Yeah. And um might be Liz, might be RJ. I, 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 I just don't know. Yeah, I don't I'm not sure yet either. There's 33 of us here, folks. So you, you know, somebody'll be down there. Yep. Um we'll spin the wheel. What was I going to say? Something uh, party in the park. <coughs> oh, they got it. Okay, thanks. Okay. So you remember there was this log cabin down on East State Street. <clears throat> Two-story, interesting house. And, and actually, it had, had siding put on it, so it wasn't until, I don't know, somehow or other, this story goes back 25, 30, 35 years. I don't know. For some reason, or somebody was doing maintenance, and they peeled away something a board or two and realized it was a log cabin underneath now, are you familiar with this story at all um somewhat but not okay. m maybe not as so as they got in into it are. they realized this had a real historical um background so at some point it got moved over right next to the Convocation Center, there on that corner, and also where the party in the park is. Now, there was a time when that was kind of a welcome center to the university. I think it's served several purposes since it's move, being moved over there. But I've lost track. What is its current purpose? 
Um, I think it's just b basically a tourist attraction now, if I'm not mistaken. There, wow. there used. I think at one point there were some office spaces in there, but I'm not sure if there are now. Let me see if I can find out well, anything uh, about that. Let me ask our audience if you know the, about what I'm talking about. What is its current purpose? I've sort of lost track. And um, it's still a great-looking building. And, um, again, I'm ashamed that I don't know more of the specific history of it. But uh, give us a call. Six, um, what, let's see, what are we? 740, of course. 592 Yeah, it, is that called the Bingham House? Or is that another um, location? I've certainly heard that term many times. I, I mean, it might be, it might be, but I'm not certain. All right. Well, anyway, good morning, folks. Let's see here. We can talk about some other historical events. Yeah. Well, but while we're speaking of football, if we can get, might as well get these in too. High school football tonight on both uh, 970 WATH Athens at Marietta. Kickoff at seven. And uh, as far as I know, there's still a couple of choices for the game of the week on Power 105, but uh, they start at uh, 7 o'clock, Trimble, Vinton County, or Nelsonville, York at Liberty Union. Okay. By the way, we have a caller. Good morning. Whoops, wait, wait a minute. Now you're on. Good morning. Tickety-poo. Tickety-poo, indeed. <laughs> How y'all today? Well, we're doing well. Beautiful sunshine. Friday, three-day weekend, all that stuff. Yes, me too. And every morning I get up, my feet hit the floor, I stand up, and I'm in my right mind. Well, some people question my right mind. But you know, I was just thinking something to that effect. But um, <laughs> what do you got they, today? Are they going to have tickets at the truck tomorrow? The truck. At the party in the park. Yeah, well, I think we're gonna try to have some there. Oh, you mean at the um, the jambulance? Yeah, for the yeah, I couldn't think of the name of. Okay. See what I mean? <laughs> I think most of them have been given out in advance, but I I don't know if they'll have any or not. Yeah, I, I think we allowed. I think there we're gonna have at least four there that <laughs> I gave to Krista. We may have more, but right now, you know, with the allotment that we have, giving them out. Mm -hmm. I yeah. think I think we allotted four for the uh, tent at mm. this point. Now there may be more. We we don't know yet. Okay, because I yeah, I need three. Uh oh. You yeah. Get there quick then. <laughs> we, we. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be I'll be there when you get there. I'll I, be waiting. The uh, the odds <laughs> of your um, what am I trying to say here? Get the tickets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be tough. Uh, if you need three, we have four, and think how many people are going to be there. Okay, but um, I get your point. Um, let's see. You know, as unique a person as you are, the ticket office should give you tickets. What? Well, I tried that. <laughs> you tried it. I'll bet you did. Okay. <laughs> 
So you can't answer our question about, what was my question? The Bingham House. The Bingham House, can you? The Bingham House. Isn't that that right there on the corner across from Convo? Yes, that's what we were just talking about. This, the brick, not brick, uh, log cabin, like two-story log cabin. Yeah, they got like a museum in there. Oh, is it, you think that's what it is now? Well, I don't know. I haven't been in it since <laughs> last time I was there. They had like an old, old stuff, stuff like they used to use. Okay. Well, then, folks, we're still trying to verify that. So uh, give us a call, 592-6646. Don, anything else today? Uh, y'all have a great day in the weekend, and be careful and safe. Likewise. Amen. Thank you, Don. Thank you, Don. Bye bye. All right. You keep up the good work. I enjoy it. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> bye bye. All right. Uh, so um, let's well, see. Let's Let see. Clear that Apparently, phone line. houses the off- Office of Sustainability and the Visitor's Parking Registration Desk. And uh, Sustainability. Mm hmm. The University's Office of Sustainability. Is that, does that mean like recycling? What is sustainability? I would guess that, yeah. Recycling and being able to keep departments afloat, budget-wise. Things like that, too. I'm just guessing, too. But apparently the funds were raised to relocate that house uh, by the Athens County Historical Society. I do remember some of that. Uh, Let's see. It was believed to have been built by Silas Bingham, a Revolutionary War hero, successful businessman, and the first sheriff of Athens County. Oh, really? Yeah. And and did they put a year to any of that? 1803. 1803. Yeah. And, of course, the university's 1804. Well, that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. All right. 1853, the house was moved to... East State Street. It was moved again in 1987 to its present site after the community campus and Athens County Historical Society and Museum raised the funds for it to be dismantled and relocated. But I think the story I sort of fiddled with there for a while when I first mentioned this thing, I believe that that did when it was on East State Street in recent history, like we're talking the 60s, 70s, it didn't look like a log house. It had been covered over somehow with a siding. I, that's in my memory. And then someone was doing some maintenance or something, <coughs> and they peeled off something and realized it was a log cabin under there. And then that's when so much interest arose. Yeah. Oh, well. Well, that's... I think that's right. More in-depth than I'm aware of, but uh, apparently this house is listed on the National Register of Historic Places and is one of the few remaining two-story log buildings in southeastern Ohio. The furniture and accessories in the first floor of the building were made between 1800 and 1860, and they come from early Athens homes or were collected in southeastern Ohio. All right. Oh. 
See, for the third time, we'll try this. On this day in history, we do this on free-for-all editions, of course. So on this date of September 3rd, but the year 301, just a little while ago. San Marino, one of the smallest nations in the world, and the world's oldest republic still in existence, which is still in existence, that's what they're trying to say, was founded by St. Marinus, Marino, Marinus. Well, anyway, think of that. 301, tiny nation, a republic, and it still exists. That's terrific. Where is it? San Marino. Is it a popular place to go? I mean, for vacations or anything like that? Yeah, it apparently is a country in Europe. Europe? Yep. And let's see. Near what? Is it a part of Italy? It is on the slopes of Mount Titano on the Adriatic side of central Italy. And surrounded on all sides by the Republic of Italy. So Italy surrounds it. So it's a little speck in the middle, huh? Uh, apparently like, so, yeah. According okay. to this, a mountainous San... microstate surrounded by north-central Italy. Well, the next historical event, we go to the year 1650. That's a big jump. The Battle of Dunbar, Oliver Cromwell's English New Model Army, defeats Scottish force in a surprise attack. 1783, the Treaty of Paris was signed in, guess where, Paris, and ends the American Revolutionary War between Great Britain and the United States of America, 1783. 1791, the new French Constitution, declaring France a constitutional monarchy, is passed by the National Assembly. In 1900, on this date, with a proclamation by General Lord Roberts, Britain annexes the Boer Republic of South Africa. Nineteen thirty-nine, World War II, Britain declares war on Germany after invasion of Poland. France follows six hours later, quickly joined by Australia, New Zealand, South Africa, and Canada. 1939. Oh, here's another one. 1988. Estimated by this date, 50... Thousand Kurdish civilians and soldiers were killed by Iraq, many using chemical weapons in aftermath of the Iraq Iran Iraq war. Wow. Okay, now we as customary we do famous birthdays. 
generally it's always four. Let's see here. We got two that are alive at this point and two that are gone. Let's do the, the past. Uh, Well, this, this one's a little different. So this guy looks like a gangster, and in, in his name, if I'm not mistaken, he was a bad guy. Whitey Bulger, or Bulger, B-U-L-G-E-R. But what's odd here is they just have 1929. So I'm guessing... Born September 3rd, 1929. Is he still alive? No. So why don't they have a death date? He was uh, executed, maybe? I think uh, he was killed in prison. Okay. Uh, he was an American organized crime boss, FBI informant. He he turned on the, the crime boss oh. and his gang uh, with the feds. As he was an informant, he led the Winter Hill gang. In the Winter Hill neighborhood of Somerville, Massachusetts, a city directly northwest yeah. of Boston. Okay, well, <clears throat> anyway, born in 1929, we're not sure exactly when he died. But yeah, it he, was, he, it was uh, while we, he was incarcerated. October 30th, 2018. I think it was in a prison in West Virginia, if I'm not mistaken. Another person who's no longer with us uh, is that of Carl David Anderson. He was born in 1905, died in 1991. Carl David Anderson was an American physicist. He is best known for his discovery of the positron in 1932, an achievement for which he received the 1936 Nobel Prize in Physics. Positron. What did he discover? The um, cosmic ray, the tracks of cosmic ray particles in a cloud chamber. And he discovered a positively charged particle with a mass seemingly equal to that of an electron. I hope I'm not too inaccurate in what I'm about to say. But as people were studying um, that general topic. Physics? No, well, certainly that's a general topic. But, uh, okay, let me just keep going. You'll, you'll catch up. You, I mean, I think you'll go, see where I'm going. Okay, so they started building these accelerator labs where they had this huge device. They're generally circular, and they would uh, get things moving so fast that particles could be determined and so on. Well, I'm doing a terrible job at this. Anyway... So I don't know how many of these nuclear accelerator labs exist in the world, but there's quite a few. And they were all there for research. We have one in Athens. 
and of all things, if you can, if you can remember Park Place, where the president's home used to be for the university, it's underneath that house. And accessible from down the hillside behind the house. Okay, now, it's not that that was cool. It's that at one point, when I first came to town at least, all these nuclear accelerator labs around the world in various countries in Seoul, they all pretty much studied positive ions. There were two in the world that studied negative ions. And guess what? The one here in Athens is one of those. The other one, I think, was in China or something. Nothing that kind of neat. Oh, well, I'm way off track today. Good morning. Um, let's see, we were doing famous birthdays. Charlie Sheen. That's right, from television and sitcoms and even some movies, I think. Charlie Sheen celebrating his 56th birthday. Now, this name... Mr. Steve Jones. They have him uh, recognized as well. And um, he's celebrating his 66th birthday. I don't know the picture. I don't know the name in the famous sense. Steve Jones. Oh, born in what year? 55? Well, he's 66 now. Yep, that would be... 55. Okay. Uh, Stephen Philip Jones is an English rock guitarist, singer, actor, and radio DJ. Oh. Best known as a guitarist with the Sex Pistols. Okay. Let's see here. Famous deaths. Frank Capra. Now, he was another bad guy, right? I think he was. He was born in 1897, died on this date in 1991. Oh, I'm thinking of a different Frank. Frank Capra. Oh, was, was he motion picture? Yeah. Guy? Okay. Yeah. He's a director, producer, and writer. Okay. Name a film or two. Uh, let's see. He was basically a, that did a lot of it in the 30s and the 40s. It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, there you go. It happened one night. Mr. Oh. Smith goes to Washington. And you can't take it with you. Okay, that's a good collection. So, um, now, and the other person to be mentioned today, born in 1599, died on this date in 1658, Oliver Cromwell. So He was an English statesman and also an English general, first as a subordinate, and later, as commander-in-chief, led the armies of the Parliament of England against King Charles I during the English Civil War, subsequently ruling the British Isles as Lord Protector from 1653 until his death in 1658. On this date, September 3rd. How would you like to have 
a title like Lord Protector. Yes, exactly. Yeah, why not? This seems like an awesome responsibility. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Okay. Um, or was. COVID. It's Friday. Let's do some wrap-up of the week. First off, as I understand it, two or three days ago, and we're talking about national figures here, they discovered a glitch in this reporting system, which meant that there uh, there were a thousand or so cases that were added on Wednesday that really occurred uh, a month or so before. So it made the number jump some, right? Or jump a bunch. Um, And it could have led some of uh, people like myself who don't know what we're talking about, we're just reading numbers, to make a statement like, we've had this huge increase with, um, well, it was a big increase, but it was a reporting error that occurred some weeks back, not just overnight. But anyway, let's let's go through things here. Uh, And I, I don't know the specifics on where the error occurred, you know, or why it occurred, I just know it did. Okay, Athens, as of yesterday. We had 16 new cases yesterday, bringing the total cases that have occurred here since this all began, which is, what, nearly two years ago, 5,964 cases. As of yesterday, 227 people are requiring hospitalization in our county. As of yesterday, 5,299 have recovered. That's 88.8% of all all that have had it. Um, You might say the remaining 11% are dealing with it now. Okay, going on. We've had 60 deaths. That number has not changed in weeks, several weeks, maybe even three. Um, What's another stat here? Oh, vaccinations. 45% of our county's population, if you want the exact number, 45.03% have received uh, a vaccination. And we've got 65,332 people in our county. Now that changes daily, almost, with births and deaths. But basically, that's the uh, statistic. 
But as of yesterday, 29,186 have been vaccinated. The state of Ohio. Okay, yesterday, and you know, I just realized something. I mentioned that there had been a thousand cases that didn't get reported exactly on time. Sometime in the last few weeks, I suppose. Uh, I do not know if that thousand is a state top, a state a number or a U.S. number. I have a feeling it's a U.S. number. I wish I knew that answer. But anyway, we'll just go on. Um, This is the best we can do. Uh, Yesterday, in our state, we had a total of 54,103 cases. Wait a minute. No, that that number is not accurate. Let me let me drop that one and just go to how many cases have we had so far in our state? One million two hundred and thirty-five thousand eighty-nine cases. How many are active right now? One hundred thousand seven ninety-three. So eight point two percent of that total figure are currently active, which means the balance have recovered. And that number would be 1,134,296. So 91.8% of total cases have been recovered. Um... In terms of hospitalizations, we have 8,890 8,890 in ICU situations. We have 57,363 in non-ICU situations, but still in the hospital. There's been a few days in the state of Ohio without any new deaths. And I'm hearing that about other states as well. So there seems to be a certain feeling that... What's this new one? Delta? Yeah. Uh, People are very worried about the Delta, of course. But there does seem to be fewer deaths. Go figure. All right, what have I missed here? In the state of Ohio, since it all began, 20,866 deaths. That's 1.69% of those that got it died. So 1.5% to say. 
in the interest of time, I think, even though it's Friday, I think we can skip the U.S. and the international. Oh, but one here's one good one that I forgot to mention: vaccinations in the state of Ohio. There have been six million ninety-three thousand five hundred and twenty-eight as of yesterday afternoon. So, what's that percentage? Fifty-two point one three. Fifty-two percent. Uh, well, that's interesting. You may have faintly heard my phone ring. Let me finish that point. 52% of those that uh, live in this state have now been vaccinated. Okay, so my phone just rang, and I went to, say, ignore or something like that. But it always tells me who's calling, and it says, Phil, humor consultant. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was funny. Okay. Like, I need a humor consultant. (sighs) About four minutes left today. Uh, You know, the Supreme Court's doing something that it hasn't done much of, but it's been available to them. It's called a shadow docket. What is it? Well, and, and why are they doing it now, some? It's been available to them for years. Anyway, it's... It's basically issuing a ruling without providing an explanation for the rule. It's kind of complicated. And it's being criticized because they've been doing it a little bit lately, where, where it's been very rarely done in the past. So, you know, if you're curious about that sort of thing, Google it. Shadow Docket, Supreme Court. All right, what else do we have here? It says, on this date in 1856, Lewis Sullivan was born. Okay, I'm scratching my head. Who was he? Well... Turns out he was one of America's greatest architects. And we're going back to 1856. They go on to say he's the man behind the auditorium building in Chicago, the Guarantee building in Buffalo, and the Wainwright building in St. Louis. He also had another interesting point. He's, He's the man that Frank Lloyd Wright studied under and some people call him the spiritual father of modern architecture oh I remember um, reading about the great fire of London back in the 1600s wasn't it um 
it began, frankly, on uh, yesterday's date in London, September 2nd. Is that right? Yeah. September 2nd, 1666. And let's see here. 13,000 houses and buildings burned in that London fire. That's a bunch. Two days ago, in 1752, the Liberty Bell arrives in Philadelphia. Did we ever figure out how it got cracked? Yeah, we did the other day. What was the answer? Uh, when they were testing it. Okay. When they were ringing it, it cracked, so they had to recast it with parts from the first one they they used, materials from that, to and some other materials to, to solidify to, it. I see. Yeah. Well, I've touched it. I've seen it. Now I guess you're not allowed to touch it. And I was surprised, if you think about it, I'm kind of surprised I was even allowed to at some tender age. Folks, we're out of time. Have a marvelous weekend. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H-F-N's. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Wendy Gillette in New York. A disappointing employment report from the Labor Department this morning. It shows a big drop in jobs added last month compared to June and July instead of the projected 700,000. Bankrate.com's Mark Hamrick. At 235,000, payrolls growth came in well below expectations at the lowest level since last January. CBS News business analyst Jill Schlesinger. Leisure and hospitality, which had showed enormous gains, was actually unchanged in August. That's after increasing by an average of 350000 per month over the prior six months. President Biden is expected to address the report within minutes before heading to Louisiana to tour the damage from Hurricane Ida. He's expected to take an aerial tour of the destruction and meet with officials, including Governor John Bell Edwards. It really pains me to see that people are hurting and their lives are upside down. And I pledge we're going to do everything we can every single day to make things better. The cleanup is underway after the remnants of Ida brought tornadoes and floods to the Northeast. At least 45 people died, 23 of them in New Jersey. CBS's Mola Lange reports from Wayne. Crews are cleaning up towns torn apart by tornadoes and fixing crumbled roads that swallowed up cars. Governor